Welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple, the podcast for moms who want to go from chaos to calm, from overwhelmed to organized, and to find balance between family responsibilities and personal growth. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen. Let's make mom life simple. So before I came to Chanel's program, I was just really unmotivated and just constantly down on myself um, for not being able to see the progress that I wanted to see as a mom. And when I joined Chanel, she was able to teach me how to create these daily habits in my day to be able to kind of tackle the day, even though I have two under two and my husband's a military, um, he's in the military, so he's not home a lot. So being able to for her to help me see how I can build these habits during my day um, and being able to be consistent with that and seeing progress with that was a game changer for me. And I was able to hit a weight loss goal, um, hit spiritual goals, and also just kind of level up myself and being a mom during my time with Chanel. And it was amazing. Hey, you guys, welcome to Mom's Life Made Simple. Today, we're going to talk about when life feels out of control. Here is why, and here are the things you can actually control. So there is so much in our day, right? The kids are fighting. There's messes everywhere. You're driving to all the activities, and as you're driving, you're thinking, how am I even going to get dinner on the table tonight? You can't even go to the bathroom without someone yelling, Mom, and looking for you and needing you. There's a lot that's going on, and often it feels like things are out of control. You feel like life is just happening, and you don't really have a say in what's going on. It doesn't feel like you're consciously and actively making decisions. It just feels like things are coming at you all day long, and you're playing defense. What happens when we feel that, when we feel like we're not in control here, And just everything is being decided for me. Life is happening to me, right? When you get in that state of mind, it really leads to feelings of overwhelm. It leads to frustration. It leads to discouragement. And that's because there are things that you want to do. And there are things that you maybe even feel called to do, but you can never seem to make any progress on those things because of all of the things that are coming into your world and all of the demands on your time and your effort and your energy. So when life feels out of control, it's often because we're trying to control things that are not ours to control. Okay, I want to say that again. When things feel out of control, it's a lot of times the reason why is because we're trying to control things that aren't ours to control. Think about it. As much as we want to, we can't control our kids. We can't control what they say. We can't control what they do. We can't control the messes that, we, that they make. We can teach them, but we don't get to control what actually happens. We can't control life circumstances. Just... um. There are things that are just going to happen. There are circumstances, sometimes a family member's illness, um, just maybe financial kind of things, things outside of maybe our direct control that we just don't have control over. We cannot change the number of hours in a day. We don't have control over how long the day is, over how much time we have. There are a few things that we don't have control over. But there are things that we absolutely do have control over. And I'm going to talk about three today. The more that you hone in 
And the more that you get really good at the things that you can control, the more that you're going to be able to let go of those things that you can't control. And you're going to be able to do that because you're going to have a solid foundation. You're going to have this foundation of peace, of clarity, of groundedness, of taking care of the things that matter so that all those other things, they'll still happen. They still happen to me on the regular. The kids fight. There are messes. Um, I have things going on in my life that I can't control. And yet, because I have worked on these things that I can control, when those other, when life lifes you, as uh, my friend Allie likes to say, when life lifes you, you're able to handle it because you've built this foundation. So what are those things that we can control? There are three. Number one, we can control what we say yes to. Okay, every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Often we don't think of it that way. Someone asks us to do something, you know, a favor for them, drive the carpool even though it was their turn. Uh, maybe we're asked to do something at church or to bake something or whatever, whatever the case may be. Maybe it's our kids. People are asking us to do things and often our inclination is to say yes. We want to help people. I would invite you to be selective with your yeses, to pause, to ask, is this what I want to say yes to? Is this my real priority? And if it's not, it's okay to say no sometimes. Now, that can be a really hard thing for people. I get it. But the more that you learn this skill of saying no when you mean to say no and saying yes when you mean to say yes, you will realize that you are in control of what gets on your schedule. You are in control of the things that you, you do. So you're in control of what you say yes to. When you're saying yes to other people's priorities, you're saying no to your own. So I, I said, okay, when we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. If you are saying yes to what other people want, often that means that what you want gets on the no list. You're doing other people's jobs and not doing your own. So for example, let's say you have your kids in a lot of different sports and you find yourself just in the car all the time going to sport after sport after sport, but you have this dream. You have a book you want to write. You have something that you want to do and you find yourself without the time to sit down and work on your book. When you're saying yes to all those sports, you might be saying no to writing your book. Now, times and seasons, maybe that's the time of your life to drive kids to sports, but maybe you want to say yes to one sport. Maybe you want to say yes to a sport, but let your kid know that you're not going to be there watching all their practices. Maybe you want to say yes to a carpool so that you aren't the one always in the car. There's lots of different ways that you can accommodate what your kids want, right? But still really saying yes to what matters to you, saying yes to your own priorities. I remember when our son Trevor was in basketball, um, all, the, all the parents would sit there and watch the practices. And it was very social and they enjoyed that. And you know what? If that's your priority, if your priority is to go and make friends at these sports practices, then that's awesome. 
You want to say yes to your priorities. You just want to make sure you're being clear about what that is. For me, my priority was not to make new friends at the basketball court. My priority at that time was to exercise. So while Trevor was doing his basketball, I would go and walk laps around wherever he was practicing, or I would bring books and study and read on the side of the basketball court. So I was a little antisocial, um, but that was the priority for me. And saying yes to him in basketball did not have to mean that I gave up my priority. Um, Okay, so number two, what we can control. We can control how we feel. Think about that one for a second. Often we think that whatever happens, that's just what happens. That's how we feel. Like that thing happened and so automatically we're going to feel a certain way. The truth is, and I'm, I don't have this in front of me, but Viktor Frankl said something like, between stimulus and response, there is a choice. And that is the choice end quote. Between stimulus and response, there is a choice, end quote. Now, that choice between what happens and how we respond includes how we feel. We get to choose what we think and what we feel. And we can pause and ask ourselves, how do I want to feel in this situation? Now, This is a practice, you guys. It's not just easy like, oh, something happened. I'm happy, happy, happy. But we can look for the good. We can train our minds to find the good in each situation. And we can work to understand our thoughts, how this whole pattern process works, something I'm not going to go into too much in this podcast. But we can better understand the uh, processes for why we feel what we feel and get to choose how we feel. Now, another way that we can choose how we feel is through creating our day, creating our life, really. Um, But as you create your day, you can think about and decide how you want to feel today. So often in my morning routine, when I'm sitting down and I'm doing journaling, I will write, today I choose to be. I am intentionally deciding how I'm going to feel, how I'm going to show up, what emotion I want to have during that day. And pre-deciding means that today I choose to be peaceful, let's say. As I go throughout the day and all the things that we've talked about are happening, I can remember the way that I felt that morning as I wrote that down. I can remember my intention for the day and I can make a choice that even when the cereal spills on the floor, I choose peace. That's what I can decide to choose. Number three, we can control how we spend our time. And we've talked a little bit about this. There are a lot of demands on our time, but it's especially important to prioritize the important over the urgent. How do you decide, though, what's really important? And this is a question that I hear come up over and over again in my coaching because everything seems so important, right? How do you decide what's important? I really love the definition by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. He says, you decide what's important by what your future self would want. And so if you're kind of in this battle of like, where should I really spend my time? What is really the important, the priority for me right now? Put yourself in the future. In five years from now, what would you wish you had done? In 10 years from now, what would you wish you had done? 
as you do that, you kind of realize how much there is that we're doing on a day-to-day that really doesn't matter. And other things will come to light that maybe matter a little bit more. Maybe it matters a little bit more that we choose the leafy greens instead of the donut. You know, those kind of choices over time are going to matter to our future self. The way that we connect with our kids are going to matter, is going to matter to our future self. Those things will matter in the future. Um, Whether or not we left dishes in the sink one night might not matter as much to our future self. In five years, you probably won't even remember that that happened. So how you spend your time is something that you can control. And how you decide to spend your time can be done from the future vantage point. You imagine your future and you look back. What would matter in the future is the way you want to think about it. So all of these things can be a little bit tricky to figure out and to do, right? They're easier said than done, like a lot of things in life. But I can help you to learn how to do all of these things. These are learning how to control what we can control is a major part of what we learn in Mom's Life Made Simple. So Mom's Life Made Simple is my group coaching program. We're starting in September. Um, If you're listening to this later, go check on the website, chanelnielsen.com forward slash coaching to see when the next group is starting up. But what we do in Mom's Life Made Simple is we really help you to figure out how to gain more control over the things that matter and to let go the things that don't. When moms do this, they find that their life is in flow, that it's moving a lot more smoothly, that they are showing up the way that they want to, and they start to be able to make progress on goals that seemed so far out of reach, that seemed like a someday thing. They become able to chip away at it a little bit at a time because they're prioritizing what is going to matter to them in the future. So I hope this has been helpful. I would love for you to join us in September in the Mom's Life Made Simple group coaching if that is a good fit for you. Go to chanelnielsen.com forward slash coaching and check that out. And I will see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mom's Life Made Simple. Need some help making your mom life simple? I offer group coaching programs using my four-step method called the Mom's Method. This is a process of manifestation, organization, mobilization, and simplification that will give you the balance, progress, and joy you're looking for. Visit ChanelNielsen.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Chanel Nielsen Coaching. I love to hear from you. Reach out with your questions, your feedback, and let me know how I can help make your mom life simple.